I get what you're saying, but guess what? I respectfully disagree. Productions. We ain't doing none of that. I got my boy E back in the building, and we just gonna dive in. We taking all the gloves off today, cause I got a bone to pick. <laughs> I'm for real. I'm for real. Social media been having me fuming for the last two or three days. So uh, we gonna dive in with this uh, Lakers Clippers talk, cause uh, Lakers made a few moves today, and I was at my son's game. Phone going off. I had no idea about anything. So when I get out and take a look at it, it's like they done released cousins. They picking up the other Morris twins. So now both Morris brothers is in L.A. Let's talk about it. I'm opening up the floor to you first. Talk to me. I like the Morris move with the Lakers and them releasing Boogie because – I think Boogie coming in would have messed up the chemistry that the Lakers currently have, which is a good chemistry. You can't insert uh, that type of player with his skill set in, in, in that lineup or whatever rotation you got going on with the Lakers because it would have took away <clears throat> uh, time away from White, Dwight Howard and um, uh, uh, JaVale McGee. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, Cousins is a baller, but, you know, coming off of a torn ACL this year and then the, the previous year, you, you tore your Achilles in your quad, in supposedly. Your quad, right. Supposedly, your quad. But, uh, I mean, I thought it was a good move, you know what I'm saying, for the Lakers. I wish that they would have done more because uh, I still think that they need a knockdown shooter. You know, I, I know they're looking at trying to get J.R. Smith. Oh, he's coming. Book it. Yeah. He's coming. Uh, Book it. That's my dog. I know they talking about getting J.I. Smith. Like I said, I like the Morris move because uh, he's a, a wing defender. You know what I'm saying? An extra body, you know. Right. So, uh, they, they made a they made a good move. I think they did. So, we, what, we just going to see. What I don't understand is why ain't nobody getting Jamal Crawford on the phone, dude? Like, that's a guaranteed 15. Easy. Like that's that would be their Lou Williams. Yeah. And yeah. it's like to me, the NBA is trying to push all, all your old vets out the door, bro. Mm. Like you used to look at the NBA back in the day and it was all men. Yeah. Grown men. You was in the league up until like you couldn't walk no more. Yeah. Like injuries, uh bird in his bag and yeah. Bill Walt, you know what I'm saying? Like they had to leave the game due to injury. Yeah. Where now it's like they going so young to where you pushing your old vets out the door. Yeah. There's no reason why Carmelo Anthony didn't have a job up until now. You got Jamal Crawford sitting at home, and he just had a 50-point game last year. Yeah. So that's crazy to me. Hopefully they get him on the phone. A lot of people, they like, I don't want J.R. Smith. I don't want J.R. Smith. But I'm saying to myself, they need another weapon on those corners to force the defense to have to make a choice. Yeah. Either, I, go ahead, go ahead, with go ahead. That, with that, and we talked about that because I was, you know, with the trade, I was, you know what I'm saying, hoping that they probably would have got J.J. Reddick. 
uh, to come to the Lakers. Uh, I forgot I forgot who the hell it was. I said they needed a trade for him. But I, I thought that they should have tried to get J.J. Reddick because, you know, he's a knockdown shooter. He can also uh, create his own shots coming off them screens or whatnot right. that, that them bigs are set. You know, that's, that's, that's guaranteed money right there. And, uh, of course, you know, they didn't pull the trigger on trying to get him or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, if they get J.R., you say book it. You know, that, that's cool because J.R. can't make that shot. And, you know, he's uh, reliable on defense, you know what I'm saying, if he's in the game. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mentally, if he's in the game. So, I, I like that move with J.I. coming. And, uh, of course, we're getting uh, one of the Morris twins. And, and I said it all year before the season even started when they assembled this roster that, you know, we it was three things that I said that we needed, which was uh, a, another ball handler, uh, a, perimeter, a perimeter defender, and a knockdown shooter that can get you that bucket, you know what I'm saying, late in the game. Right, right. Definitely agree on that. Like I said, for me, it's like not sure how the fans in L.A. will welcome the idea. But J.R. Smith is like a fan favorite. Like, he, he brings that energy because I've seen him make some shots where it's like, how in the hell did he do that? Yeah. But yeah. on the flip side, he does give you those bonehead <laughs> plays here and there. <coughs> but for me, it's like I feel like you can, you can live with that. Yeah. Because you – Going into the playoffs, if they pick him up, you need that crowd. You need that energy. And sometimes when I watch the Lakers, it's just kind of like everybody just kind of sitting in there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that's because the pace of the game with LeBron walking the ball up and down the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like, they really can't get excited because the game is just kind of slow, hard to follow sometimes. But it's like hopefully they bring in somebody that's going to get the crowd going. Because I feel like Caruso – can be that guy. Yeah. But they got to give him more minutes. Yeah. They definitely got to give him more minutes. And I like I like Caruso. I I, I like his his style of play cuz you know he you know he go out there and give it his all every time he's out there on the court. You know what I'm exactly. saying? He, he ain't scared to shoot that ball. He ain't scared to go to the cup. He get that lane, he's taking off. You know what I'm saying? I I like I like Caruso. I really do. Exactly. But here here's here's where I'm going with this conversation cuz this is this is where I've been mad. <laughs> because it's like, all right, we watching all the moves that the Clippers made. When I first did the very first episode of this podcast, we was talking about them picking up the other Morris brother. Mm. And I was just like, man, the Lakers going to have to do something. Because to me, I'm looking at fourth quarter. I can run Trez at the five. Yeah, I can put Morris at the four put Kawhi at the three, Paul George at the two, and you can pick your poison and interchange Lou Will and Bev. Uh-huh. Bev is defense only, but if I need buckets, I also got Lou Will out here. Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, on paper, that's scary. Yeah. Hell yeah. Then Very. they fucking, excuse my language, uh, go and get Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Now, granted, I don't know where he kind of fits in with them right now, but by them load managing and Paul George, you know, trying to ease his way back into a regular rotation, you just literally added another 15, 20-point capable player Mm -hmm. to that backcourt. He can explode at any time. Not only that, he can give you those knockdown shots, penetrating dish. And I'm saying to myself, how? 
how are the Clippers making all these moves, bro? Like, and then the little conversation with, with Kendrick Perkins, he's like, if that would have been LeBron, everybody would have had a problem with that. And I agree with it 100%. And then that's where social media is, no, it, it's not the same. It's not the same. LeBron, they always rolling out the red carpet for him and doing this and doing that. And in my mind, I'm I'm like, bro, LeBron has always played with scraps. Yeah. Always. With the exception of when he was at Miami. But I'm I'm gonna interject you. Go ahead, but, go ahead before I go off. But go ahead. and I get what you're saying. I get what KP was saying, and, and it was a fact. You know, if he done that, yes. Twitter, Facebook, even Instagram would have been banging. You know what I'm saying? Because he he's the first of all, he's the face of the league, and they look at it like you know he it's Jordan status. You know he's at the top of the mountain, so it's it's more of a you you supposed to be, you know, the king. You know what I'm saying? You don't need this, 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 and that. You don't need the best players or the best supporting cast to win. In today's league, you do. Back then, no. You just need a co-star. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And and I I get what KP was saying because if LeBron would have done it, ah, he would have caught hell for that. He would caught a lot of hell. And, and yes, you know, like what Uncle Shea say on, on uh, Undisputed. Yeah, the Godlet, the Infinity Stones. That's what they did, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at it on paper, it's it's unfair. But at the same time, it's like they already having problems as is. Who's to say that, you know, you added these extra pieces? How you going to come up with a rotation or, or certain lineups and then these certain players is going to gel at certain moments? Right. Because they so used to playing here, they know what their role was there. Now they got to accept a new role with this team, and then a, and a player could be like, ah, hell no. Nah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even though, like, if it's me, I'm coming there with a, ah, shit, this this might be a a, a championship for me. Only thing I got to do is just buy into what Doc's talking about. Exactly, and and that's what I'm saying. I'm only looking at the defensive end of the court yeah. because the buckets is already there. Yeah, that's why I was trying to tell somebody yesterday. I'm like, dude, Kawhi is twenty plus every time he hits the floor. Mm-hmm. Paul George, fifteen to twenty every time he hits the floor. You can guarantee Lou Will and Trez is gonna combine for thirty plus every time they hit the floor. Facts. So you already at eighty. And you ain't even included the other Moors. Nope. You ain't talked about Jackson. Nope. You ain't talked about Patrick Patterson. Nope. You ain't talked about Zubak. Even the the what's it the the, the uh, Sham, Shamit Shamit uh, whoever he is. Dude, he he play he played it. Uh, uh, he came out of Wichita State. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like so, offense ain't even no concern. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. And then old buddy uh on Facebook commented on my post and was like. AD and LeBron should be enough. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, bro, like, people really don't understand from a defensive standpoint. If I start the game off, Kawhi, you got Bron. Yeah. Kawhi goes to the bench. Morris, you got Bron. Yeah. End of the second quarter, Paul George, you get on Bron. Yeah. You got you got bodies to 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 check that one play. All different styles yeah. of defense, different yeah. styles of play. Now LeBron's trying to figure all this out 
and make sure he ain't turning the ball over mm-hmm. and make sure he's orchestrating for everybody else. And if case need be, I got to go out here and try to score over all of this. Yeah. So even with Anthony Davis in the last two games against the Clippers, I've been frustrated because I'm saying to myself, they have no answer for you inside. Mm-mm. But when they go to him late in the games, he's turning around, fading away. He's pulling up for these jump shots. No, bro, you got to learn to go at them. Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, AD and LeBron is not enough. Because unless something is going to happen to where LeBron hits a whole nother gear, the Clippers have the people to put the clamps on him. Mm-hmm. If you look at his numbers against the Clippers in the first two games, bro, he only averaged maybe 20. Yeah, because I know the first game he had was, what, 19 or something like something. that? Yeah, I think I don't even think he even cracked 20 that game. And you add in, you even go back, uh, is that the Morris brother that was in Boston? Yeah, that's that That's that Morris brother. So even when, the, when uh, LeBron was in Cleveland, he was on LeBron. Yeah. So you got three people who can guard and him. Not, not to mention, Pat Bev would be checking and, him. Look. Pat Bev done locked him up twice this year, too. I ain't even think about that. Yeah. I forgot about that. Pat Bev was just out there to frustrate him. Yeah. Because, don't get me wrong, court vision, LeBron's cold, whatever. He can make the passes and do this, do that. Ball handling? No. Mm-mm. So, if Pat Bev is on him full court, forces him to back him down all the way down the court... You done burnt the first eight seconds of your, of your clock yeah. just trying to get the ball across half court without getting your pockets peeled. So now you got a short shot clock. You got a ball-dominant guy in control of it. How are you going to orchestrate your offense? Right. So that's what I'm saying. The Lakers had to make a move. And people, oh, they got enough. Like, I'm like, oh, what the f-? I'm getting ready to cuss again. Excuse me. Like, <laughs> what the F are y'all looking at? And that's why I'm telling you, I have a hard time carrying a conversation with certain people because you can't have a basketball conversation. You looking at it from the eyes of just a fan. Yeah. Like, no, bro, you got to start thinking about basketball and look at the people that they have and think about the strategies that they can put in place with that personnel. Yeah. Now, I've been fuming. Yeah, I, I, I make jokes. Cause, you know, I, I seen everybody say Clippers this, Clippers that, they the team to be. And, you know, I'm going to say Lakers in six. I don't care about y'all opinion. <laughs> Fight me, whatever. But realistically, the Lakers, they just, you can't match what the Clippers have because you can you can basically cancel out LeBron and AD with, Ka- with Kawhi and Paul George. Then you got to think about Lou Williams. Who's gonna match his points on the Lakers squad? Exactly. You can't. You can't really bank on Kuzma because that's a hit and miss. What about Tris? Who's gonna match his energy? Because he's coming with energy yeah. every night. So who, who's gonna match his energy? You know what I'm saying? We the Lakers. We we don't have that. You know what I'm saying? On paper, yes, the Clippers is the better team. Far as like, you know what I'm saying, what we seeing during the season or whatnot, yeah, the Lakers is number one in the West as of now. You know, we don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen these last what what twenty, twenty five games that's left in the season. Right. So, you know, right. hopefully as a fan, uh, and I'm not talking basketball fan, we talking Laker fan right now. I hope the Clippers don't jail and they lose in the first <laughs> round. 
<laughs> you know. Right. But see, here, here's the catch, though. Here's the catch. And this is the part where I'm like, are people really not understanding what's going on? After the All-Star game the other night, they interviewed Kawhi. And Charles Barkley and then was like, man, how many practices have y'all had? Kawhi was like, we might have had 10 practices where everybody was there. <laughs> right. So I'm saying to myself, you got a team that's already low managing their stars. They not going in, going hard in practice. So when the playoffs come, they're going to be the freshest superstars in the entire league. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is dangerous. Yeah, because Kawhi look like he's on pace to only play about 65 to 70 games, maybe out of 82, so he's going to be well-rested. Fresh legs. Yeah. And you got a deep bench yeah. that you very, can go to. Very deep. So that brings me back to why I've been peed off, because I'm saying to myself, and I'm going to disagree with something you said a few minutes ago where you was talking about back in the day, because if you really dig deep, and go back to that year that the Bulls lost to Orlando mm-hmm. when Mike came back, number yeah. 45. Yeah. When they lost that summer, they went all the way back to the drawing board, and Michael Jordan and Phil Jackson sat down, and they went through who they thought would complete that team going into that 95-96 season. Yeah. And they handpicked Dennis Rodman yeah. and all that. I got the Phil Jackson book right up there to confirm what yeah. I'm saying. So, teams have always catered to their superstars, and the superstars have had a say in what pieces they're bringing in. So, this narrative that LeBron can only win with superstars, he can only win with this and that, and how many pieces does he need? He needs everybody. If you go back to the year that they went to Miami, they gutted that whole team. Yeah, just to get Bosh. They gave all the money to Bosh, Wade, and LeBron. And they just started signing people for veteran minimums. That's yeah. where your Birdmans, your Shane Battiers, uh, Cole Anthony, not Cole Anthony, uh, the big man, uh, Anthony. Uh, Can't think of his first Joel, name. Joel. Joel. Yeah. All of those guys were just complimentary pieces, but all of them were coming on for the veteran minimums. Mm-hmm. One-year contracts. So they was just putting pieces together in hopes that it fit. Luckily, by that second year, uh, not the second year. It was the third year. Yeah, because they were going to play the Spurs. Because they, because the first, they got Ray Allen. Yeah, the first year, the first year they played uh, Dallas. Dallas. Second year they played the Thunder. That was the the year that they won it the first time. Right. And then they played the Spurs the back to back years. Because they won the first one, then they lost the second. Right. So Ray Allen was there for the last two. Yeah. So you got to think that that year that they beat Oklahoma, that was when uh. Mike Miller and Shane Battier then was going on. But Mike Miller had a bad back. Mac, uh, that's what I'm yeah. saying. LeBron was playing with scraps. Yeah. He And everybody's like, man, that, that Miami team was loaded. I'm like, bro, it was loaded with just complimentary veteran pieces. You look at what the Clippers is doing right now. Bro, everybody that they bringing in is still young. But, but, when, you, but when you look at that, though, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's more of a with the veteran pieces that they had. They knew what they was coming for. They coming to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, with these, these dudes is coming to L.A., they might have that mindset of we coming to win a championship. They don't know what's going to – they don't know what's what's going on right now. You That's know, it, with the with – the, in, in Miami, at that time in the East, 
Who's the Who's the dominant team in the East? The Celtics. The Celtics and the Bulls before Rose got hurt. Yeah, before got Rose hurt. got the hurt. The Bulls was the number one yeah. team that year. So the year he won MVP. So you you think about that? You you assemble that team because when they when they assemble that team because realistically, dude, the only thing you needed was just to match up with 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 Boston. And you, you can't sleep on the Pacers. And, and I, and yeah, and the Pacers. The Pacers yeah, gave them a run the Pacers, for their money, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm true. saying. It's like Miami was, in my opinion, people are going to say, oh, you just saying that because it's LeBron. I'm like, bro, Miami was loaded on paper. But I honestly feel like the East, they were competing. They had teams to even, compete with it, before it, Rose got hurt. Yeah, even when they got, even when they assembled that team, Boston still was a team to beat. Right. And that's what I'm saying, like, Oh man, they do anything to cater to LeBron and dude. I'm like, bro, they was trying to win. Now, granted, the Clippers is trying to win too, but I'm saying that that double standard exists. How do you piss on LeBron and the teams that they was trying to build around him? But now you got a guy who's Kawhi's in what his eighth season, ninth? A ooh, I think it's eighth because I think he came in might be seventh, seventh or eighth. I think he came in either twenty. No, nah, <laughs> yeah, it might, might, as well it might be, be about nine, might be ninth because I think he came in twenty eleven. You might as well take one off yeah. of it because he didn't even play didn't that play last year, year yeah. with the Spurs. So I'm saying that y'all, I'm not saying you particularly. I'm just saying y'all in general, like people in yeah. general, crowned him last year. He's the best player in the league. He won a championship with Toronto. Done this and done that. But then he makes this jump to L.A. He tells them, "I'm not coming unless you bring another superstar." <laughs> not only am I not coming unless you bring another superstar, I'm not going to practice. Mm. Or if I am there, I'm sitting on the sidelines eating popcorn and and whatever I'm doing. And I'm only gonna play every other night. Uh, yeah. And you better bring in some more pieces on top of that. Yeah. Now that's the same shit that that people accuse LeBron of doing. Oh, he he dictates all. He dictates all the situations and everything that's going on. That's why Kyrie wanted out, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, the same shit that y'all killed that man for, nobody's saying nothing about the quote-unquote best player in the league, best two-way player in the league, and they bringing in all these shiny pieces mm-hmm. to go alongside with him. But you know what that's for, though, because apparently they know something that us as the fans don't know because – like I said, you look at it on paper, the the Clippers had they got the best roster throughout the NBA. And we said that in paper, the preseason. Yeah, if you look at it on paper. But deep down inside, when it when it comes to the playoffs, they know what 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 LeBron and AD's about to bring. You know what I'm saying? That's why you stack you gotta stack the deck against that team. You know, and what what's gonna hurt us is that, granted, we ain't been in the playoffs since uh um, it's been a minute. Yeah, since uh, I'm gonna tell you what year it was. The year that Kobe tore his Achilles. I yep. will never forget that. Yep. And uh, that was the last time we was in the playoffs. And then you got the these players that's on the 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 roster now. Look at the playoff experience that you got. You just only got LeBron, Rondo, and AD. I'll give you Danny Green. And Danny Green. I forgot about Danny Green. And Danny, Danny Green. Green. Yeah, and that's why I've been, that's why I'm telling you, dude. I was fuming. Because I'm saying to myself, I'm like, bro, like, are y'all just saying this shit to to get me roused up? Because you know I'm going to react. <laughs> or are you saying this because you really not looking at the big picture? Because I'm like, from a strategy, 
from a strategic standpoint alone, bro, the Clippers can legit go nine deep. Yeah. Easily. Easily. And that's saving your superstars to where you, depending on the matchups, you don't even need them to go hard into the Western Conference Finals mm-hmm. and the Finals. And I'm saying to myself, y'all okay with that, but you not okay with them trying to stack the deck, so to speak, for LeBron in year 15 in Cleveland. Yeah. That was the year they tried to make all them moves to get uh, Rose, washed up D-Wade, Cal Corver, uh, Darren Williams. Darren Williams. Like, yeah. I'm saying to myself, even back then, I had the conversation with people. Man, how many damn stars does he need? Look at all these all I'm like, bro, you looking at what they've done previously. Pass, yeah. There's a reason why all these guys was available. Yeah. There's a reason why Deron Williams was sitting on the bench. Yeah. I didn't even really see him play at Cleveland. And that's what I'm saying. But when it came to the finals, they had him out there. Yeah. They had to throw him out there. And I'm like... How do you expect them to round up all these miscellaneous parts and then tell them to go out there and beat the Warriors? Yeah. With Kevin Durant, with Clay. It was impossible. With Curry. It was impossible, dude. It was that that was just impossible. Like there there was no there was no way no team was gonna beat that Warriors team at all. You know what I'm saying? It, I, I don't even think that it, if the Warriors was he- healthy last year, the Raptors would have beat the the uh the Warriors. I think it probably would have went either six or seven, but right. I don't think that the Raptors. They just caught a hell of a break when KD got hurt. Hell, I think they caught one when Clay went down. And then when Clay got hurt, Clay yeah. was cooking before yeah. he got hurt. Before he went up for that dunk, dog. Clay was yeah. like Clay was. He was going after it. And I honestly feel like if if Golden State would have won that game, dog, we we might have had a, a whole different series. Yeah. But but that's what I'm saying. It's like. We'll stick with the Toronto. Everybody's crediting Kawhi. Oh, my God. He went up there with nobody. He didn't have no super. So, everybody discredit the fact that Kyle Lowry's been a consistent all-star. Mm-hmm. But then he, he never shows up in playoffs. So, and, okay. I give you that. Yeah. I give you that. But now, Kawhi's gone. And they Toronto's the still balling in the and East. And they two in the East. They still balling in the East. So, don't tell me that. Kawhi carried that team because, in my opinion, that team was legit. Now, granted, they won a championship due to injuries, Mm -hmm. but as far as competing and getting through the East, they had the pieces to compete. I I think what helped the the Raptors out last year was was the fact that they ended up getting Marcus All too. That was huge. That, That helped them out a lot too. That was huge. And then you keep them on that team. With Siakam, look, look what Siakam's doing. He's getting better by the year. Right. He had some hellacious performances in the finals. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the same way people accused LeBron in the Kyrie thing. Like, LeBron got all the credit. Kyrie done the, the, the majority of the work, but all the credit goes to LeBron and this and that. And I'm saying, how does that not apply to Siakam? Mm-hmm. In the finals last year. Right. I'm not trying to take nothing away from Kawhi because at the end of the day, Kawhi is a monster. Dude is a lockdown But see, monster. that's the thing about him. When you got that style, they're not going to credit the, the coach style because, I mean, LeBron, he chewed in the finals that whole series. He what, averaged over 30, I think. Yeah, right. he, he almost averaged a triple-double, if not a triple-double. But, right. like – 
with to some of you LeBron fans, because I'll say it and I'm and I'll say it again. If you take away those the last four games of what Kyrie did, do the Cleveland Cavaliers win that finals? Cause he no. he had thirty points every game the last four games. I agree. And I I'm agree. not and I'm not discrediting what LeBron did because he chewed that whole series. The Warriors didn't have an answer for LeBron that whole series. But if you're talking about those last four games, Kyrie, 30-30-30-30. You know what I'm saying? But nobody really talked about it. Everybody talked about, oh, well, LeBron averaged over 30. He averaged nine rebounds. He averaged almost 10 assists. And, you know. But you got to remember, though, game five, they both dropped 41. Yeah. Game five was was crucial. Yeah, it was. That's by far one of the best games I've seen him play outside of that Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Cause like his shot was was going. Like he was he just looked determined. Now granted, you gotta feed off of Kyrie at that point. I feel like mm-hmm. Kyrie helped LeBron set that mentality in his head. Cause we already had this conversation. Yeah. LeBron don't have that killer in him. Yeah. But I'm saying to myself if my teammate Kyrie Irving is going off, he's got that look in his eye, he's eating, I got to match him or else, you know what, we going home. Mm-hmm. So it was a, a yin and a yang. You know what I'm saying? They fed off of each other. I give you that. But then at the end of the day, as a finals MVP award, you have to look at the entire picture. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I'm yeah, saying yeah. how do you dismiss a man that led both teams in every statistical category on the board. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that that he didn't deserve that MVP of the finals. You know what I'm saying? My my whole gripe on that was the fact that nobody wasn't acknowledging what Kyrie did those last four games. You know, that 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 was my beef. I'm not taking away what LeBron did cuz you know, for one, that's what he's supposed to do. You right. know what I'm saying? Now you got the co-star on Kyrie, he's supposed to do that too. But did nobody really acknowledge the fact that, okay, this man really went out and the last four games of that series was averaging over 30 and was making it look very easy. It's just like, okay, let's go back to the Bulls with Mike doing what he's doing, right? Mm-hmm. How many times have you heard them acknowledge Scottie Pippen? Scottie was averaging over 22. Is this- not, not to mention that we ain't even going to talk about the offensive side of the ball. Let's talk about all the defense. The the, the the stops, the key stops, the steals, right. you know what I'm saying, right. the blocks. You know what I'm saying? That's what I look at. Right. Nobody acknowledge that. They're gonna acknowledge Mike's forty five. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna they're gonna acknowledge that. But Don't tell me A D done got hurt already. The first game back. Sorry guys. The Lakers is playing right now. Oh, don't tell me that. In the first two minutes of the game. We'll keep an eye on that. Oh, goodness. That is definitely not what we needed right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> Come on, AD, dog. You need some Flintstone vitamins or something, <laughs> man. For real. Yeah, but it's 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 like that, though, bro. Like, man, any you know, Mike, Mike will score over 30-plus. If he get his 40, nobody's going to acknowledge the fact that Scottie Pippen had 22, nine boards, t- uh, 10 assists or something like that. And four steals with like two or three blocks. They ain't gonna acknowledge that at all. And that's why we, I'm, I'm gonna specifically dedicate a whole episode to this Michael Jordan topic because 
I'm not trying to take nothing away from MJ. He was tough. He was cold. But I honestly feel like MJ was overrated. That's that's my opinion. I might have to square up with some people, but it's like <laughs> now now that I'm old enough, now that I'm old enough, and I got all the Michael Jordan DVDs sitting yeah. right over. You can see them. Yeah. I, when I sit down and watch a full length game from start to finish, I'm saying to myself, I'm looking at Westbrook and Harden before Westbrook and Harden. Jordan yeah. was gonna take every shot. He was just more athletic than everybody on the floor. So mm-hmm. he can go coast to coast, take off, dunk over everybody. But at the end of the day, it's like I've seen him play games where he done took 35 shots, 40 shots. And as long as they won, nobody cares. But see, I'm a, and I'm going to piggyback off of what you just said with the Jordan thing. So, like you said, he was way more athletic than uh, – he was ahead of everybody. Light years ahead. Exactly. So let's go all the way back to Will. Look at what he was playing against. Granted, <laughs> let, let, let's, let's, let's excuse Bill Russell. Because they was just turning him up. The, okay. the Celtics. When he was at Philly and when he was at the Lakers. Put Will in the 90s. Is he averaging 50? Nah. Is he is he gonna average thirty? You you t- not less not less he's having a bad game. Is he gonna put up thirty against uh Hakeem? That's a, that's that's is, a good is, question. Is, is 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 he gonna get that deep in the paint against the Orlando Magic Shack? Those are some good questions. It really is. And that's something where I would have to sit down. And, and do my homework. Like I would have to say, and I ain't taking. And I'm not. I'm not taking nothing away from Will. I'm not. But at that time, it's just like what Jordan was light years ahead of the players that he was playing against in the '80s, right? In the early '90s, because that's how you hear about is, oh man, Jordan was playing against mailmen and and uh, 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 pizza delivery guys and babysitters <laughs> and all. I hear that all the time, and, and, it's, and it's funny. But you can say the same thing about Will because. The, the players that he was playing against outside of Bill Russell, their, their, their centers were no taller than, what, 6'8", six, 6'9", six, if that. But here's the thing, though. He was dominant as an individual, yeah. but it never equated to them dominating the league right. as a team. So I think he, he won, what, two championships, three? I think he got – I know he got one with the La- – I, I know one in 72 with the Lakers – with West, I don't know if he won one with Philly. I don't. But, you know what I'm saying? If he's averaging, because I know one year I think he averaged over 54, but if you don't have the pieces around you to score the bucket, one man's not going to beat a team. Right. And that's that's what it all boiled down to, because at the end of the day, yeah, he, he put up the, the big numbers throughout the regular season, but then when it came time to win – that's when the Boston's and all that yeah. came through. So going back to this, this Michael Jordan thing, because I'm saying to myself, like, if you really, really put those games under a microscope, I just, I don't know, man. Like, that's why I'm saying to 
a lot of people, Jordan was never my GOAT. Jordan was never my favorite. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the game and the people who get everybody involved and play the game the way it was meant to be played. That's why I don't like James Harden. If you watch those old Bulls games, Michael Jordan literally played like James Harden, except for he was taking them shots in the low post. Yeah. 15 footers coming across just jacking up shots. Like if you go back and look at his last game, you just sent me uh, some clips and all of that. And we was highlighting the the last game. Mike took all those (coughs) shots. The next person I think had seven attempts. Yeah. Now, granted, I think that was the game I, uh, I, Pippen back was messed yeah, up. Yeah, I, I know his last game as a bull, he shot 35 times. And I'm saying to myself, it's like, and they still only won by one point. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we're going to dedicate a whole podcast to that because I, I want to dive in. And that ain't me just coming with some off-the-wall ass opinion. And that's, and that's just like with the GOAT talk, too. Because, you know, like I said, that that term to me is just BS. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their own opinion about who's the GOAT. You know, with us, it's, it's going to always be the Kobe, LeBron, or uh, MJ. You know what I'm saying? With the old heads, like, you know, if my father was still alive today, he'll tell you right, he'll tell you right now. You know what I'm saying? With no hesitation. He'll say either Kareem or Magic Johnson. Right, it's a you know it's a saying? lot of older people yeah. that's like, nah, Jordan ain't the go. So that's what I'm saying. Without getting too far off topic, because we didn't already got off topic. And to answer the question, uh, Wilt won two championships. Okay, two championships. But that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of older people are like, Jordan, Jordan ain't they go. And that's where the topic gets subjective. And I'm saying that right now we just live in a generation to where everybody that talks sports, that's all they see. Mm-hmm. I know for myself, I'm 35. Jordan was drafted the year I was born. So right. I didn't see him struggle. Only saw Jordan when he was on when top was of the winning. mountain. Yeah. So everybody that's in that circle with me, all they saw was Jordan on top. Yeah. The Gatorade, the Wheaties, yeah. all the commercials. So quite naturally, yes, Jordan is the best player I've ever seen play. Do, 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 do. But then as I got older... And I'm watching Allen Iverson. I was like, man, Allen Iverson is just cold. He's cold. Like, Allen Iverson was my role model. Allen Iverson was somebody that I wanted to model my game after, even though I was fat as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Can't cross over nobody. But I'm saying to myself, that's who I idolized growing up. It wasn't MJ. Hey, I was that dude, though, when he was at Georgetown. Like, for real. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was was a kid watching Georgetown games. I wasn't watching those Chicago Bulls games. Yeah. I wasn't old enough to understand what was going on. So once I did become of age, and like I said, once I sat down and started watching Come Fly With Me and Michael Jordan's Playground and all this and that, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Who's out here guarding this man? Hell yeah, his, he better score 63. I, okay. <laughs> and if you look at if you look at the career, his career, the Pistons just beat him up. Like this, this straight up mopped him. That's but why they. I'm, that's I'm why they came up that. with that rule. But if you if you look at everybody that guarded Mike, the toughest defender that checked him was John Starks. <laughs> Let, let's keep it one hundred. Hey, the glove got in his and hand. Then, and Gary Payton, but that was that but was later had, on. Though. But that's what I'm saying. Is like 
he gave Jordan fits, little bitty Gary yeah. Payton, but then he cooked on uh, Hawkins and, and all of them. And, and, you know and what I'm Nate, saying? Like Nate McMillan and yeah. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, if you and I got those full length games, man, I sat down and watched them from start to finish. You you think about it, bro? Back then, there wasn't really no elite wing defenders back then. It wasn't at all. And he going back to you bringing up the Pistons. All they show us is these certain little highlights and clips of Jordan getting knocked out the air and doing. Yeah. The motherfucker still averaged thirty plus. Yeah. So did they really slow him down? Did they stop him? They didn't, but they did win. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> don't get me that he had to play against this. He had to. Play. I'm like, hell, he still averaged thirty. Yeah. yeah. So like I said, that's a, that's a conversation we gonna dig in later. Um, let's talk about. All-Star Weekend real quick. I loved it. It was good. I didn't want. I didn't get to watch the, the NBA All-Star game because I was at work, unfortunately. But as far as the three-point contest, I loved that. I loved the, the what's the, the three-point, um, uh, the, the three-point shot. The, yeah. the actual three points with the, the, the mellow yellow. What was it Mountain, Mountain Dew Ball? Yeah, I love that, and it was so competitive because you got guys out there that were scoring twenty and losing. Right. When have you seen that? Right. So like, that's where I'm. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna go back and apologize because I did an episode where I was saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix yeah. it. Yeah. Because I honestly thought we was gonna see people out there taking that shot and it clanging and bricks <laughs> and everything else, but I. Like it was very entertaining this year, like, and like I said though, with that you, I'm telling you, y'all gonna see Steph and Clay participate in another three point shootout just because of that shot. That's gonna be just fun because. To watch. That's gonna be fun to watch, and I honestly think they set Trey Young up. Yeah, they set him up for to collapse because he shouldn't have to go first. Nah, nah, because he was clearly the. The quote unquote superstar in the the three point contest. I mean, you can, you know, Levine, whatever star, not superstar. <laughs> I know, was no, shocked no, that Levine went yeah, off no, the way he yeah, did. Yeah, no hate, no disrespect to Zach Levine. You know, I honestly thought that he shouldn't have competed in the three point contest. I get what he was trying to do. You know, be the first player to win a three point competition and a dunk contest. I thought he should have been in the dunk contest, but uh. Outside of that, man, I love the three-point contest, man, because they was out there wet, man. I was I was looking at that. I was like, pulling for Booker, but man. man. But Buddy Hill, Buddy Hill looked like he, like Oklahoma Buddy Hill. Yeah, he was on. Hey, Buddy he Hill was, was out there. Boy, and, then, and even, um, I don't know his name, but he, he the, the, dude, the dude from uh, the Wizards. I had never yeah. seen him before. He was out there like, shooting, man. Like when he first started. I was laughing because I was like, man, who is this dude? I was like, man, he don't need to be out here. Yeah. He went through that first rack, and it was kind of like, man, nah. By the time he got to, because his uh, money rack was that second wing. wing. Yeah. And by the time he got over, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, wet. He yeah, was knocking man. down Mountain Dew balls all yeah. night. I was like, wait a minute. So, yeah, it was it was definitely yeah. exciting. And it, then, uh, of course, the dunk contest. The dunk contest was entertaining. I, I love the Billy Hole uh, white man can't jump attire that dude <laughs> from Milwaukee. Yeah, he shocked did. me. I, I love that. That was very creative. You know what I'm saying? 
And the fact that, you know, he jumped over onto Takumbo. I said his name right. Um, <laughs> I love that. The only thing I didn't like about it, and I've been talking about it, because All-Star Weekend was, what, last week? I've been talking about it for a couple of days. Aaron Gordon got robbed. Can't nobody tell me that he did. If y'all do, look, we can meet at Walmart and the cereal aisle. <laughs> <laughs> 330 sharp <laughs> like there there's nothing that anybody can say to me that can convince me that Derek Jones won that dunk contest when you're basically doing the same dunk the whole competition that you did three years ago two or three years ago when you was playing with Phoenix because well, he was he was doing the same dunks not only that did you see the clip of him doing the high school dunk yeah. contest? Yeah. Then was the same, same exact dunks, dunk. dude. The <laughs> only dunk he he did one dunk that that wasn't the he the, the windmill from the the uh, he tried to jump from the free throw line. That was it. But I didn't think that was a fifty. It definitely wasn't a fifty. But if you go back, I don't forget what summer it was. A couple summers ago, they showed a clip where he was in Vegas in uh. UNLV's gym, and he actually took off from behind the free throw line. Yeah, I line seen that. I seen and that. pulled it off. Yeah, I seen that. But overall, I'm saying to myself, bro, how many times can you go between your legs and not be penalized? If I'm a judge, I'm like, all right, bro, we saw I, this already. I'm just put, coming from a different I, side. I'm gonna keep one of what you do. That dunk should not be a fifty no more. Like. The last time it was impressive, and, and the, like the last time it was impressive to me was when Zach Levine did it when he won the first his first slam dunk competition, when he took it up under his legs and came from came on the other side and dunked it. But that dunk should have should have stopped being a fifty when Jason Richardson used it when he won it right. when he took it behind uh, between his legs and dunked it with his left hand uh, backwards. Cause yeah. now you see it. I think who, who Isaiah Isaiah Ryder. Ryder. He was the first one that the did very it. Very first one. Yeah. Then Kobe ended up doing it, and then you got these other guys. It's it's just easy to do now. Now the only exactly. thing that impressed me if you're gonna do it between your legs, if you do it twice between your legs. Now I think Aaron Gordon did it. Uh, but when he did it. He did a two-hand backwards dunk, which was impressive. Did nobody see that? When Richardson pulled it off, he was only able to do it with one arm. Right. Right. No, I definitely agree. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, was it entertaining? Yeah, it was. But then I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, bro. Like, we just saw this. Yeah. We just saw this. So then it goes to the dunk off. And I'm saying to myself, why are the judges sitting around talking about what they finna give each other? Like, why are you? Hey, man, we just gonna let this end in the tie. No, how do we agree that it's gonna end in the tie before we see anybody even dunk? Yeah. And I already knew D Wade did that. D Wade, D Wade was on some BS, man. That was that was knew. just some Miami cooking, man. And it was so crazy because I seen a video on Facebook, dude, and it was just right on the money. It was like, <laughs> man. Like how, like it was like when he did the dunk or whatnot, they already, he already knew what Aaron Gordon needed. And it was like, 
before the score even came up, he taking his ear piece out of right. his ear, ready to walk off the, the 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 stage or whatnot, the scoring stage. Man, that that, that shit, man. It Excuse was, my language, man. Obvious. It was yeah, yeah. It was it, I I don't think that they need like, cause that was that was bias as hell. It definitely was. And, and they, what they need to do is like have like the uh, the judges be like. Um, uh, uh, former dunk contest winners. I agree, cause they they've been through it. They yeah. know what it takes. Cause I'm saying to myself, why is Black Panther up here? <laughs> Not only that, dog, he didn't have no emotion on it. He was just like, man, yeah. I don't even want to be here. Nine. Yeah. It's just Ten. like with Scotty. Scotty same way. And then Candace Parker, you know, she ooh, I come on, dude. Right. All of Aaron Gordon's dunks, yes, they was fifty. With the exception of the the uh, the uh, the dunk over um, um, uh, Taco Taco, now and I honestly thought that was the most impressive one, yeah. bro. Like you gotta think, this man stands seven five, he's fully dressed, so you might have to add another inch to that. Yeah, and on top of the fact that he's holding the ball up. And on top his head, of his so head, so that's, so that's you still about seven, seven, eight. So seven, that's what I'm nine. saying. Like you still got to climb up even higher. And somebody was like, "Oh, he didn't climb his his legs hit this." And I'm like, "Bro, do you not understand how high you have to even get off the ground yeah. to even attempt that?" Yeah. And he made it on the first try. Yeah. Like, now granted, it was a regular two hand dunk, but it's just the fact that he jumped saying, like, over a seven foot five not- person. There's nothing else he could have done yeah. other than just a regular flush because yeah. I'm saying, like, bro, seven feet, bro, you got to clear that first before you can even attempt to do anything. Like, that to me was impressive in its own self. And for them to not give that one a 50, yeah, I was like, come on. Bro. Now, as far as, like, the All-Star game, like I said, I didn't watch the game, but I did see highlights of the game, and it looked very – Entertaining, and they was out there balling, with the exception of, you know, like what you said to me about uh, you said LeBron's team tanked the quarter just so so the other team's char- uh, charity can get the little money, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it's all about, right? You know, but, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah, but but as far as like the game, I mean, the game was actually all right, especially the last quarter, and I like the new format, but they. Still, kind of need a clock, like uh, not not a. It was drawn out. Yeah, not a time <laughs> clock, like a shot clock. You still need that. Cause it's like once they got to calling all them damn fouls. Yeah. Now you just stretching it. And then you know, like what Joey B said, he said Anthony yeah, Davis is back, y'all. Yeah, he Woo! said, uh, he said, uh, man, it should have never ended off of uh, uh, a free throw or whatnot, but. I mean, you know, they they going to always uh, tweak stuff, you know what I'm saying, in the right. NBA when it comes to certain things, you know, certain rules, certain uh, games in the uh, in the uh, All-Star, with the All-Star weekend. I mean, me personally, I think far as like with the dunk contest that they need to just go ahead and get these people that's doing these videos that's on YouTube or their ball is life. You know what I'm saying? Have them showcase they they talent and skills, right? Because you know they do dunks that none of these NBA players can do. None exactly. of exactly. I think that would put more pressure 
on the players in the NBA, mm-hmm. and it will give the fans something to watch. Yeah. Because now it's like, wait a minute, you in the league, but you losing to somebody that ain't in the league. Right. Like, oh, right. Man, I, I got to look at you different. Are, yeah. are y'all really the best athletes in the world or what? So I I, I agree with that. And real quick, I'm going to touch back on, on the All-Star game and give my perspective on it. Because in the first quarter, Team LeBron come out, blitzed him. I'm like, okay. Team LeBron looked like they was really getting ready to wax them. Because if you looked at that roster, you're like, man, Team LeBron is loaded, loaded. <laughs> like, Giannis' team don't even have a chance. So after that first quarter, he's like, man, this right here is going to be ugly. So then the second quarter comes, and Giannis was just going off, dunk after dunk after dunk. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, Team LeBron ain't even playing with that same intensity that they had in the first quarter. Right. Now, granted, I understand you want to, you know, make it fun for both. Uh, They had the little charities sitting on each end or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you want to make it fun for them, give them something to cheer for or whatever. Cool. So then the third quarter, I start getting sleepy. Yeah. Because I'm like, wait a minute. This game's still boring. You know what I'm saying? Like, they changed the format, but it still feels the same. Mm-hmm. They just lollygagging, lobs, three-pointers. But then towards the end of that third quarter, that's when you felt it. Chris Paul was hooping. I don't give a damn what nobody says. Chris Paul should have won MVP. Yeah I, yeah, I heard he was out there balling. Chris Paul was hooping, hooping. From the time he checked in, I think he came in either late in the first or he was definitely out there in the second. He was hooping. Mm-hmm. Granted, Kawhi caught fire. He had 25 in the first half and finished the game with 30. So I'm saying to myself, bro, you're not no MVP because Team LeBron had to come back. They was down double digits. So within that comeback, that's Chris Paul's hands. Yeah. LeBron caught fire late or whatever. But as far as Kawhi having an impact, he had a, a key steal during the fourth quarter. But MVP performance... That should have been Chris Paul hands right. down. But I'm going to say this, and then we'll leave it alone. As hard as they played in the fourth quarter, they could have done that the whole game. So that's proof right there. Like, granted, like Charles Barkley was saying, this is the all-star weekend. These guys just need to be out there to have fun. You don't want nobody to get hurt. Because once I saw Kyle Lowry taking charges and this and that, I'm like, bro, you got her trying to kill yourself yeah, in an all-star game. Yeah. I was scared somebody was going to get hurt because yeah. they was going hard. I mean, but you think about it, though, man. Like, the all-star game ain't really been competitive, dude. I I, I think the, the, the last time it was competitive was, like, in the, in the 90s. Honestly. Nah, I ain't gonna disrespect Kobe like that. I ain't I'm no not, Kobe not, fan. I mean, but, but Kobe went hard regardless. Kobe, you know what I'm saying? Because Kobe put clamps yeah. on LeBron. LeBron yeah. didn't want none of them but problems. I'm, I'm just saying, Files, like as a whole, it was, to me, it was more competitive in the 90s. And, you know, Kobe's my guy. You know, he went out there and was balling. And that game was balling like it was the, the game seven of the finals. Right. You know, that's just what type of, you know, mentality that he had. But it's just like now, now it's just it's just entertainment. Now you see more lobs, dunks, everybody shooting shots that they wouldn't even shoot in a normal game. I agree, I definitely agree. So, real quick before we get out of here, second half, 
predictions. We sitting there watching some of these uh, games going on right now. The Lakers, this is their first game since the All-Star break. Like I said, Anthony Davis looks like he's came back on the court or whatever. But um, what's going to happen, man? Who you got? West, my Western Conference Finals teams, I'm going with the Lakers and the Clippers. And I can't really give you we're, – we're going to have to pick back up on this because I can't really give you a definitive answer on who's going to represent the West in the Finals. I mean, if you look at it on paper, of course, everybody think that it's going to be the L.A. Clippers. And, and you have – you know, a great argument with that. You know, I just can't give a definitive answer to, to who's coming out the West. Now, as far as the East, I got Milwaukee and Boston and the Eastern Conference Finals and Milwaukee representing the East. And a lot of people, I got to understand this. If you watch basketball, Milwaukee, they got the best record in the whole NBA and they balling with, you know, with, with the pieces that they got with, you got your star in uh Greek freak. You got your, your co-star with Chris Middleton. You got a nice big and uh, uh, I think it's Brooke Lopez. Yeah, Brooke Lopez. Yeah, they got both of them. Yeah, I know they got both of them, but Brooke, <laughs> Brooke's the better, the better brother. The other one, he 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 need a white jacket to make him hug himself. The way he be having, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, meltdowns out there, or whatnot. And then uh, Eric Eric Bledsoe, and then I think is Corver still on that team? Cal Corver? I don't know. That's a million dollar yeah. question. But they they have a a, a decent squad to um, get out the East. You know, a lot of people think that, you know, it might be Philly. I I Hell don't no. I don't see it. I don't even see them Hell getting no. out of the first round. But they, they messed up it, it, rid of all it's, it's gonna be I think the the Eastern Conference Finals is gonna be between the the, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics. But don't sleep on the Miami Heat. That's because I like what my, I like what Miami's doing. That's I like I like if Jimmy Butler stay 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 healthy, they can make some noise. Cause I like I like what they doing in Miami. I like what they doing with Bam Bam down there balling. He look he look like Dwight a little bit when he was at Orlando. You know Jimmy doing his thing and then uh, Harrow and uh, uh, um, what's the other kids name Duncan Rob I think yeah Duncan Robinson. He they they down there balling man. They got a nice little squad together, but the team. To beat in the East is gonna be the Milwaukee Bucks, and respectfully, I disagree. It's gonna sound crazy, but um, my buddy uh, BJ, he's a guy who live across the bridge over in Indiana. Right. He he also has a podcast. Well, you know what you you went with me to go who uh, at uh, the old male gym, yeah, the yeah, tall yeah. dude, the tall guy. BJ, the white guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one that was the the uh that was doing. Okay, yeah, I know you talking about. Yeah, uh, they got a podcast. Uh, shout out to uh Beef's Beef podcast, and they're always doing uh predictions and you know what I'm saying. They go on Facebook and ask people. You know, they have a whole little series of questions and want people to answer them. And 
at the beginning of the year before the season started, they was like, make your predictions. Who mm-hmm. you think is going to win MVP? Who you think is going to win Defensive Player of the Year? Who's in the finals? And I picked Boston before the season even started. That's a nice pick. Picked Boston and the Lakers. I even said Anthony Davis was going to win MVP, but it ain't looking like that's going to happen. But hopefully he gets Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. But Milwaukee, I honestly feel like it's fool's gold because they have the roster to go in the regular season one night. Giannis is just out here unstoppable. But in a seven-game series, when I can actually strategize Mm. and take away his strengths, what else can he give you outside of these dunks? That's the part of his game that I haven't seen yet, and we 50 games in. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how they yeah. ended up losing last year. Milwaukee had the best record last year. Yeah, and 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 basically what the Raptors did was they clogged the middle. Clamped him. Yeah, because outside of Middleton, they don't have no shooters on that team. At all. And Eric Bledsoe disappeared last yeah. year, so he ain't nobody that I can just hang my hat on saying that, you know what, they got the experience from going out early last year. They're back this year with a chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. So until I see that, I honestly feel like Boston is the team to that's, beat, that's, bro. That's a, that's a good pick, yeah. Boston is the team to beat, and I'm pulling for the Lakers because this is prior to the unfortunate situation with Kobe or whatever. That, to be to me, should be even more motivation yeah. to go out and and win this chip. But I'm saying that. At the time when I made this prediction, I'm saying now the Lakers is the tallest team in the league. Mm-hmm. If they play to their strength, nobody in the league can match up with that. I'll let Houston take all them three-pointers and do this and do that. They have to be on fire in order to beat us. Mm-hmm. That's why I was so ticked off that night that they lost to Houston with no center on the court. I'm like, bro, the tallest player is six seven. And y'all out here shooting three points. Like, why are you playing down to your opponent when you got three seven-footers sitting on your bench? Yeah, because you can go small ball with AD as your center. Because he's more more mobile than uh, 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 McGee. Yeah, his his arsenal moves on the offensive side of the ball is is way more better than than, uh, uh, um, JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard. Exactly. But I honestly think Dwight Howard is going to be a key factor. Like, I honestly feel like they need to give him more minutes. Because, to me, he can be a game changer if you leave him in there long enough. He can challenge shot. Now, granted, for whatever reason, he picks up a lot of stupid fouls this year. Mm -hmm. But if he can clean that up, I like the chances. But we'll see. Like I said, I, I, I wanted this episode... Because I needed to vent. Because I'm I, tired of y'all going at my guy LeBron, man. Like, you got to give him something to play with. I ain't said nothing. I I look at the posts on Facebook. And I'm going to continue to put the gifs up. <laughs> with my guy walking up behind the ladies. And he flopped the chair out. And he's sitting down. I ain't chiming in on nothing. Because I don't want to make it seem like, ah, oh, that's your dude right there. No. no, that's not it. You know what I'm saying? He'll tell you, I don't rock with LeBron. I never have. You know what I'm saying? Since since day one, he, he's been... I ain't even going to say since day one. 
realistically since year three or four when these LeBron fans just came out of nowhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've never rocked with that guy. You know what I'm saying? And, and anybody can tell you that. You know what I'm saying? He's with the Lakers. Cool. You know what I'm saying? You part of the family. You know what I'm saying? I I I I mess with you or whatnot. <laughs> but other than that, I don't I don't rock with this man, dude. And it's you know, when I see the the arguments and debates on online, you know, I'm not gonna chime in. I'm just gonna put my GIF up. It's gonna be two or three GIFs. My man walking up with the chair flop <laughs> and then you know i'm gonna get you know the other one's gonna be me eating the popcorn you know what i'm saying and don't tag my name say ah man i'm gonna need you to no 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 here's the thing and after this we can shut it down pull back the curtain whatever we gotta do shut this damn podcast off i just need people to just be 100 with me if and you go all the way hold on hold on hold on if you go all the way back to his first years in Cleveland, mm-hmm. he was drafted number one. Mm-hmm. The first year, they didn't make the playoffs. The second year, they didn't make the playoffs. His third year, they've been in the playoffs ever since. Yeah. So as far as Cleveland building through the draft, it wasn't going to happen because they were no longer a lottery team. Yeah. By year five, they was the best team in the East. So you definitely not building through no lottery. Not only that, you're not getting nobody to volunteer to come to Cleveland. <laughs> Nobody's willingly saying, you know what, man, I'm trying to get to Cleveland. I done been to Cleveland too many times. And when I tell you, dude, after the game is over with, we just go back to the hotel. It ain't no bright lights. It ain't no nothing like uh, what was that movie? Or was it original gangsters? You remember that movie? The old yeah, steel men. Yeah. Like I honestly thought they they filmed that in Cleveland. <laughs> like I'm dead ass serious. Like I mean, we, I mean bones there, bone thugs and homies. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard on the radio yesterday that it ain't even bone thugs. Well, they boneless man. They selling chicken wings, dog. That's how bad Cleveland is. Bone Thugs is selling chicken wings. Oh, man. They selling chicken wings. Yeah, man. So I'm saying to myself, I'm like, they had to just make do. So that's where your Antoine Jamesons come in. They went and got Shaq. I don't even know what year that was. Nah, they didn't get Shaq. They, that was Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> that, that's, so, that's so, what that but was. I legit, but I've legit had conversations <laughs> where people was like, this is a list of all-stars LeBron has played with, and they got Shaq's name on there. They got the, I'm like, bro, he played with Joe Smith. Joe Smith was the number one pick in, what, 95? Four, 94. Something. I don't even know, bro. I'm like, Joe Smith. <laughs> like, what are y'all talking about? Like, they had the best record in the league with scraps, bro. So, do you watch all the Smoke podcasts? Yeah. <laughs> so, have you seen the one with Kevin Garnett yet? That interview was amazing. But if you listen to what Kevin Garnett said as to why he wanted out of Minnesota, that's the same exact shit that happened to LeBron in Cleveland. Now, hold up. Go ahead. Hold up. Talk to me. Now, hold on. Because uh, are, are we seriously going to talk about the team that he had in 03? Talk well, to I me. Think, I think it was 03 04 when, when Spreewell and, and, and E.T. was with him. Cassell. They was the number one team. And, and who did they lose to? They lost to the Lakers. 
So you can't tell. You can't. I, I, I understand that it might have been one year, but you can't tell me that he didn't get the help that he needed because he he never made it out of the first round. But 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 that's what I'm saying. Like Kevin Garnett literally said that his reasoning for leaving was because he could never get the front office to give him the pieces and this and that that he needed. Yeah, and we had this conversation plenty of times about your guy when he was in Cleveland. Now, do you blame that on the player or do you blame that on the GM? And I told you plenty of times at Cleveland, if he's supposed to be the guy, somebody, and we had this discussion countless times, Somebody didn't believe in something because if you the man of that team, it's just like when you said when Jordan M lost to Orlando in 95, 94, the 94 season when he came back mm-hmm. and him and Phil sat down and handpicked Rodman, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and granted, you know, like what you said, who the hell want to go play in Cleveland? Let's, <laughs> let's be 100 about it. Who want to go play in Cleveland? Nobody. Joe Kim Noah said that. What's fun about Cleveland? Nothing. So, I get that part. But if you're supposed to be the man, I'm going to Dan Gilbert, whoever the coach was at the time, which I think was Mike Brown. And I, like I said, I don't blame LeBron for leaving because, hell, I would have left too. And I, and I told you this plenty of times. He had the right to leave. I didn't like how he left. That whole... The show that that was BS. It's like kids, man. That was BS. I didn't like that at all. Whatever. Yeah, it was garbage. That, that was that. It you're was you're not in high school going to you picking a college team. That was garbage. Pick what team you are gonna go to and do your thing there. Now, we we had that conversation. Okay, if you're the man of the team, you you like let's say you you the you the you the franchise player. You and your six of your NBA career and you keep falling short. You know what I'm saying? Somebody in the front office was like, hold up. If like, what, 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 what the hell is going on? Like, maybe this ain't the dude. You know what I'm saying? This is just, this is my thought process. I'm not knocking LeBron because he took garbage. I'm talking about two week old garbage to the finals. (laughs) So, you know what but, I'm but here's the thing. And I hear you. I get everything that you're saying. But that goes back to the same exact reason of why I said Milwaukee, to me, ain't there yet. Because in the regular season, Cleveland out there dancing. I know you remember LeBron yeah, on the sidelines yeah, 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 dancing, yeah, 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 acting yeah. like they taking pictures yeah. and doing this and doing that. But then when the playoffs came and Doc Rivers could set up a strategy and a game plan for him, we gonna clog the paint. The year they did go to the finals and played the Spurs, Pop said we gonna make this month shoot because mm-hmm. we know he can't shoot. Yeah, and they swept them. So now you take this you're dominant. Talking about, you're talking guy. about the 06 finals. Yeah, but 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 you gotta. I mean, come on, dude. That that was like. But that, but listen <laughs> to what I'm saying though. Hold on, though, bro. I'm gonna cut you off. <laughs> Let's be realistic, dude. There was no way Cleveland was going to win a game in the <laughs> finals, dude. Dude, I'm going to give you prime examples of how what how far each team was, bro. That, that was like, okay, in 94, when we played the San Diego Chargers in the Super Bowl, the 49ers, 
There was no way that San Diego Chargers was going to beat the 49ers. They, for one, they shouldn't even have been there. That, that's the equivalent of it. It was, it was basically like, if, if, okay, if you, if you, if you watch wrestling, which I'm pretty sure you did, that's like the Brooklyn Brawler beating Stone Cold Steve Austin, bro. It wasn't gonna happen. But that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, you helping, you helping, oh, you you helping me prove uh, my argument because that's why I'm telling you, like, that's why I ride hard for LeBron because it's like people set this unrealistic expectation that, oh, that's LeBron. He's supposed to win no matter what. And I'm saying that, bro, when he's in these finals, the odds are stacked against him yeah. already yeah. walking into it. So that's what I'm saying. Kevin Garnett gave the same exact reason why LeBron left. Nobody cared. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant gave the same exact reason for why he left OKC. And he had a way better <laughs> roster than LeBron ever yeah. had in yeah. his first years in Cleveland. Yeah, Nobody cared. They understood. I see why he wanted to get away from Westbrook and do this and do that. But the only guy who made the same decision, Barkley. Barkley said he wanted out of Philly. Yeah, He got to Phoenix. He had some success, won an MVP. He wanted to go somewhere and win. Oh, that don't, that don't count. Barkley was old. He's washed. He's this and that. Carmelo was old. Da, da. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, bro, they made career decisions mm-hmm. based on where they wanted to go in their career. So how is it that this man doesn't get that same benefit? So I'm going to go all the way down the line. We, we touched on when they got to Miami and they had to pick all these pieces. Miami didn't get to build through no draft. They were sitting around on the on the board trying to figure out what pieces can I put together. Yeah. He goes all the way back to Cleveland. Kyrie's there. They get the number one pick with Wiggins. We already know LeBron's got that old school mind. He wants some old vets with him. He he don't want to work with no young kids. Mm-hmm. So they make the move to get Kevin Love. So now here's our big three: Kyrie, LeBron, Kevin Love. So now we got to pick and plug these pieces. So they go through that year. They end up moving waiters and all that because that didn't work. So then they go and get J.R. Smith. Yeah. Diamond in the rough. And they kind of remind me of the the they kind of play similar. Even though I think J.R.'s better offensively. Mm-hmm. Because you know, J.R. he 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 I mean not J.R. uh Dion Hill pull that trigger quick. You know what I'm saying? Right. He 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 ready to pull soon he get the ball. But that's the thing, it just, it it never worked. Yeah. So you you Brought up a name just a few minutes ago, Cal Corver. Yeah. Cal Corver was sitting on the bench, not getting no clock. He comes to Cleveland. He's a sniper now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. LeBron leaves. Cal Corver, I ain't seen his face since. So that's what I'm saying to people, bro. You, you give LeBron scraps, and he makes the best of what he has available to him. But then all these other superstars, they want all these – Fresh pieces, fresh legs, and this and that, and everybody's cool with that. And see, that's why I said what I said when you when you make that comparison with LeBron, because you can't compare him. It ain't even about the uh, the position, you know. what I'm saying it's about the skill set. And when I first seen LeBron, I was like, dude, plays. He reminds me of Magic Johnson. See, I'm older. Than, I I was born in '82, so I seen Magic play. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My my first game that I watched was the '87 Finals. 
when uh, when we we beat the Celtics. And uh, when I seen LeBron, you know what I'm saying, with with his, uh, his the skill set that he had, far as like his IQ, his passing, his vision, and all that, and you know his driving ability, he reminded me of uh, Magic Johnson, especially with with making uh, the players better. Because you take Magic off from Lakers teams, with with the exception of, with the exception of Kareem and Big Game James, what the hell is Byron Scott? <laughs> What what the hell is Michael Cooper? And then let let's 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 fast forward a little bit. Who the hell is Vladi Vladi Divac? Vladi was the man. Come yeah, on, Vladi man. was nice though. I'm not I'm not knocking Vladi, <laughs> but still though, he was getting his buckets off of what Magic was doing and what Magic was setting up. Right. Like it's the same thing with LeBron when he was in Cleveland. Come on, dude. Agaskas became an All Star because of him. Mo 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 Williams. Uh, Jameson was down there getting buckets. What, what was what was the the the, uh, the foreign dude? Uh, pa- pa- Pavlov, uh, uh, Sasha, Vujicic. Uh, no, 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 I'm, I'm all the way on the yeah, whole other yeah, team. Yeah, on the, yeah, uh, yeah. I think Verzal. Not 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 Anderson Verzal. It was Pavlov. It was Sasha Pavlovich, something like that. I know who but, you're talking uh, about. Yeah, he he's making. Like who a, was old buddy with the braids? They had some light skinned dude out there with some braids. It's Danielle Marshall. And that's what I'm. I'm like. Bro, and that's what I'm saying. Not to cut you off. Not to cut you off. I even wrote this down. Here's the paper. <laughs> I even wrote it down. LeBron been playing with old wash players since the first run in Cleveland. Back. Shaq, Jamison, yes. Joe Smith, yes. Shane Battier, Eddie House, Eddie Curry. Damn, Birdman. Battier was... Oh, you talking about Matt, I'm, Matt, I'm going Matt. through his okay. whole career. Okay. All right. The whole career. Okay. Birdman, Deron Williams, Corver, J.R. Smith... Richard Jefferson, Shannon Fry, they gave him Jay Crowder. They gave him Old Wade twice. He 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 had fresh Wade in the beginning, and then they sent Old Wade to Cleveland. Yeah. D nah. Rose, Isaiah Thomas ain't been ain't been right <coughs> since Boston. Since Boston. So oh, they got it back. I'll never forget that year. It coming back. Ooh, Lord, Bradley now, Bill. Now, okay. Let's be 100, though. Now, if IT wasn't hurt and that trade happened with Kyrie, everybody was looking at that like, okay, hold up. This is actually all right because you're not losing nothing. The style of play nothing. wouldn't have fit, though. Yeah, but I mean, but far as like scoring, though, you wasn't losing nothing. That's how a lot of people took that. You lose, What you lose on is defense because he, exactly. he, won, he won number, what, like 5'10"? And then it's just like, well, like I said, we're going to go back to what Uncle Shay said because I love Uncle Shay on Undisputed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He said, man, what, what, what is he going to do? He can't, he, he, he going to have to have a, 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 a fire hydrant guarding him. That's the only way he's going to get the ball <laughs> in the post. That's what I'm saying, bro. And like I said, we're going to wrap it up because it, it's a good conversation. But it's like, that's the part that I will never understand. It's like, people are just looking at the names of the people. You're not looking at what they can actually contribute to the team at that current moment in time. You're looking at, oh, man, he played with Ray Allen and this and that. Granted, Ray Allen was a sniper for them in Miami, but he was coming off the bench. Yeah, and look, we just we, we just talked about that, and we're going to talk about that the next time I, I come back. I just seen Carl Anthony Towns, first of all, and I'm going to say this. You can edit it out. Fuck you, Warrior fans. I just seen Carl <laughs> Anthony Towns. He has a fractured wrist, and it said like two to four weeks. That beige dude with the orange eyes in Golden State 
has been gone since the early part of November, and it's about to be March. I know for a fact because it happened to me. A broken hand takes six to eight weeks to heal. Why hasn't he came back yet? We gonna we need to talk about that the next time we I come. That's home. gonna be perfect. Yeah, we That's need to talk about that. I, my wife, I know you listening to because you like that beige mother. You like him and you're a Warriors <laughs> fan. That's perfect because you know what? That's exactly what we're gonna end it with, and we can pick that up because I'm saying to myself. With this whole topic that we've been talking about for the last 15 minutes has been building through the draft and doing this and doing that. So we're talking about Golden State deliberately tanking yes. in front of our face. Yes, and nobody's talking and about nobody it. And nobody cares. Nobody's talking I about it. I saw an article just yesterday saying that Golden State is doing all of this because they're trying to make a pitch at Giannis. And I'm telling you, like, it wouldn't even shock me if they was able to do that, though. Oh, man. You know what, bro? Let Giannis lose early I, in the playoffs this year. I'm going to say this, bro. I, I, because cause a lot of people say this, man. It's because of your guy did it. <laughs> so here we go. We going to blame. I got to say this, man. We going to blame I, LeBron. I, no, I'm not blaming your guy. They, they I said they. I said they. <laughs> they said this. The ring chasing, dude. You know what I'm saying? Because if you go to a team like that with Clay, because clearly they not coming back. They coming fresh <laughs> off injuries. Clay got a whole year to sit and let his knee heal. And then you got, you know, Steph. Your hand ain't broke no more because you're picking your wife up up in the Caribbean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on, bro. We, we, yeah, we, know, we know what it is. You know what I'm saying? If he go there, it's kind of like you got to lose some sort of respect for that as a fan of the game. But that's my point. Nobody's even talking. Nobody cares. But if, if LeBron is doing that, oh, yeah, they, oh, they got to the feel, feel that with that. The whole world will end. But we yeah. definitely going to talk about that. I appreciate you coming through, bro. Episode three is in the books. I'm telling y'all now, I will square up with anybody talking that jazz about the Clippers and the Lakers and how the Lakers already got enough to do this and do that, bro. I don't want to hear it. And I'm going to be there to watch. I ain't going to necessarily throw a punch, but... Bring your damn popcorn. I'm, I'm going to watch. <laughs> Bring your just popcorn. Just so y'all know, because I'm a popcorn and, 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 and the huge goat. 44 that, ounce. That's garbage to me, man. The best two-way player on the planet. You go get <laughs> Paul George. He's an elite defender. Pat Bev, elite defender, and isn't that? And y'all still need more pieces? Yeah. That's garbage. I swear, Thanos, man, he got the Infinity Stones. <laughs> we out. <laughs>